Hey everybody, welcome to the Austin's Audit Podcast. I'm your host, Austin Garkey. Happy Wednesday to all of you. It's Headline Wednesday, so make this quick, make it short. You know, it's the boring episode of the week, and then I'll get you guys ready for Thursday. Give you guys the MLB picks for the games that haven't kicked off, or the ones that aren't even in the fifth inning yet, and then out of here. As far as the news site goes... The NBA is going to make an appearance on this show today. Yes, Damian Lillard is heading to Milwaukee. I'll break down the trade for you and tell you what it means. Although Bleacher Report could tell that and you could have all the talking heads tell you what it means. But I can simplify it all for you. But I'll break down the trade to help you out on that front. And then... We'll do the other ones. Oh, and Mel Tucker is officially out of Michigan State. No surprise there. It took, what, a week? Mind you, he's still under investigation. So now that they fired him with cause because he made the program look bad. Mind you, this is the same, you know, and I quote. Let's see if it's still on this headline. Yeah, here it is. Bringing ridicule to the program. You mean to tell me Mel Tucker... Who, by the way, yes, I get it. People who came come here for on-field stuff, he was an average coach at best. In fact, he was, what, four games over 500 in his career. Fine. But Mel Tucker just did a stupid thing. Okay, that's all he did. But for the university to say this, okay, let me get through the first paragraph first, and then I'll tell you what the university says. Michigan State University fired football coach Bell Tucker for cause on Wednesday, formally completing a process that was initiated last week. Tucker is under university investigation for a sexual misconduct complaint brought by Brendan Tracy, a sexual awareness, assault awareness advocate, alliteration or speaker rather. In a statement, the university said it had terminated Tucker's contract for his admitted and undisputed behavior, which had brought public disrespect, contempt, and ridicule upon the university and constitute a material breach of his agreement (coughs) and moral turpitude. Okay. Did Michigan State deserve to fire Mel Tucker? The answer is... No. Did Mel Tucker do the right thing and get caught and admit to beating off to Brenda Tracy while talking to her on the phone for half an hour? Yeah, no. You don't admit that. First off, that was his stupid fault. You don't admit to it. And that's why he's fired. But the reason I'm got a little bit more fervor in my voice here is, you know, let me read that again for you just in case you sense the hypocrisy or you smell it a little bit. In a statement, the university said it had terminated Tucker's contract for his admitted and undisputed behavior, which had brought public disrespect, you know, not like um, having Larry Nassar for 20 years, um, contempt and ridicule upon the University. Oh, you mean Larry Nasser? So this is more, it's not a me too moment for Mel Tucker. 
Mel Tucker, you're an idiot for admitting it. You shouldn't. You should have at least kept it on the down low. You shouldn't have said anything because you knew it was going to be used against you. It's what they tell you with the Miranda rights when you get arrested. Anything you say can and will be used against you in the court of law. Notice it says can. So Mel Tucker, rule number one: if you get your job, if you get a job somewhere else, whether it's D1, D2, or D3, or even the NIAA stuff, just don't admit it. Or at least keep it on the down low next time. That's why you're fired. Now, Michigan State, you are hypocrites for this. Was it the right decision to fire Mel Tucker? Sure. You know, you didn't want to pay out the rest of his money. You know, I think he had, what, two years left on that deal that made him, what, $90 million, gave him $9 million a year. At the time, it was the richest contract for a head coach at the time. Okay, cool. You didn't want to pay the money. You find a way to, you find a loophole in that. You catch him in a trap. He falls for the trap. Fine. If you didn't want to pay the money, say so. But to use the idea of, oh, he ridiculed the university, made us look bad. You had Larry Nasser for 20 years fingering little girls and doing all this weird shit to him. And you think what Mel Tucker did was bad? He was just stupid. One is a predator in prison. The other is just an idiot. Yet you want to make him an example. Why don't you just admit it and say, yeah, you know what? We don't want to pay the rest of the $90 million. We found a stupid little loophole and we didn't want to pay the money. We didn't want to at all. Plus, we weren't going to beat Ohio State anyway. We're not going to beat Michigan anyway. So, let's just cut the cord. That's all you had to say. That's it. But, of course, they didn't at all. But, anyway, that's my one story there. Just because I just... I know we're all hypocrites. I have a policy on my... I have my own life philosophy... Which is, we're all hypocrites. It's just a matter of how much. And when it comes to public universities, y'all are the biggest hypocrites of them all. Even, even the one I go to. Even the one I went to, I should say. Even the one I went to. Like, cut the nonsense. Okay? Just say, yeah, what he did was wrong. It was kind of gross. We found a loophole in his contract. He was the stupid one. And we cut the deal. That's all Michigan State really had to say. Now, maybe not in those terms that I use those, but you get the idea. All right, let's get to Dame Lillard. I'll break down the trade for you. What it means for Milwaukee, because, you know, Dame Lillard might be the huge winner in this right now. But as I said with the Jared Goff trade when Stafford got traded to L.A., I think this is going to be a short-term thing for the Bucks. They might win. They might get... I mean, let's take a look at the... <coughs> Sorry, no cough button. Oh, let's head to this three-team deal. Let's see what it is. Trailblazers are trading guard Damian Lillard to play alongside Giannis with the Bucks. It's part of a three-team deal that also includes the Phoenix Suns. 
Portland will receive Drew Holiday, DeAndre Ayton, uh, Tamari Kamara, Milwaukee's 2029 20, unprotected first round draft pick, and unprotected Milwaukee. Oh, man, that is badly written. And unprotected Milwaukee swap rights in 2028 and 2030, according to Woj. The Suns will receive Jusef Nurkic, Grayson Allen, Nasir Little, and Keon Johnson. Okay, as far as the Suns go, they might actually win. The Trailblazers might actually win this out in the long run. I mean, the Suns are going to end up getting Nurkic and Grayson Allen. Fine. Portland in return, might actually win out this in the long term. In the long term, Portland's going to win this trade. Believe it or not. Yes, with that trade, Milwaukee now probably stays. Remember, they were the top seed in the East before they got eliminated by Miami in round one. But this makes them probably the best team in the East Giannis now has a dynamic duo to go along with him. A good, good mid-range shooter in Damian Lillard. And at least a ball-dominant point guard to take the pressure off of Giannis. So believe it or not, in the short term, I think Milwaukee might actually make it to the NBA Finals this year. I don't know, I don't know who their coach will be. I don't know how the system's going to run. But as far as this trade, it'll work for Milwaukee in the short term. But if you notice, Drew Holiday, DeAndre Ayton, and some draft picks over the long term. It may not happen now. It may not happen in year two. How long Damian stays in Milwaukee, that's debatable. But maybe year one, year two, year three, Portland's going to end up winning that trade. Why? Because you're going to get DeAndre Ayton, who if healthy, is at least, at least a top 15 center who can play well, keep it there. Drew Holiday, I know it worked in Milwaukee for a while, but I think it's time for him to move on. He'll be a great replacement for Damon Lillard. Maybe not be the scorer that Dame was, but he'll at least give some supplements to Portland. So in the long term, the Trailblazers win this trade. I... I just hold me out to this one. Flag it now on September 27th, 2023. This is my next trade recap prediction that's going to end up being right. Because I know some of you in Detroit and some of you in LA probably didn't think so at the time with Stafford and Goff. But I'm going to try this with the NBA one. Damian Lillard will win one this year, or maybe next year, you know, the 2024-2025 season. He might win one then, but over the long haul, Portland's going to start winning more, and they will become a at least legitimate contender in the West again. That is how I see this trade. Book it, mark it, flag it, do whatever you need to do, pause it, archive it, however you want to use that. But I'm probably going to be the first that says, you know what? Portland will win this trade. Just give it three or three to five years. And Portland will end up being the winner of the deal. So that's your other news there. 
let's see what else. If there's nothing too crazy here, then I will jump out of this and head into the basketball or head into the baseball picks. Let's see. Um, no. If I can play, okay. Derek Carr still day to day with his AC joints. Honestly, Bucks fans. If Derek Carr plays, the defense does have to get better than how they played on Monday night. So, honestly, if Derek Carr plays, considering how the Saints' offense has looked so far this year, I don't, I don't see it. But there's still a threat out there. Um, otherwise, oh, there's some changes, huh? Let's see. So there's some news on the playoff format and how it's going to look heading into 2025 for college football. Let me read this real quick. Uh, college football playoff management committee shelved any talk of format changes to the expanded 12-team field that will begin next season, opting instead to continue to wait to see what the future of the gutted Pac-12 will look like. CFP executive Bill Hancock said Wednesday, Following another summer of sweeping conference realignment, only Washington State and Oregon State will be left to determine <coughs> the future of the Pac-12 in 2024 and beyond. The NCAA gives conferences a two-year grace period when they no longer meet membership requirements before changes are needed. But the notion of a two-team league competing in the CFP has its decision makers in a holding pattern on the future format. Oh, that's all this is. Hancock said later, who, who spent five decades in college athletics, called it the most unthinkable scenarios. Oh, God. One thing that happened that I never would have dreamed would ever happen happened. Oh, God. Let's, let's see. Hancock also said that just because there's never been a two-team conference doesn't mean there can't be. We wouldn't speculate on whether the CFP would still recognize the winner of a two-team league. So really, this is just, well, we got to wait and see what happens with the Pac-12. So that's the other news on the college football playoff front. Nothing's going to change. It's still going to be 12 teams. It'll still be, you know, the Pac-12 will still have its two teams. But we don't really know how it's going to look. But we're going to give you a two-year grace period. Okay, so that was... That's a whole lot of nothing. Okay, never mind. I just had to read it just to see, and heck, you might even put it on air. Uh, or it probably is on air right now. We're still live, right? Yep. Okay, good. So, let me go ahead, give you guys the baseball picks for today, or the updates, because a lot of the games have kicked off now. Guardians-Reds underway right now. If the Guardians win this one, the Reds... I know the Cubs are kind of blowing this off, so the Reds still might have a chance, but you still need to win some games. So the Guardians lose, the Reds losing to the Guardians, that game's in the fourth, which uh, is on the line, but thankfully it's not on the list. Uh, the Rays beating the Red Sox 3-0, that game's in the fourth as well. In fact, it's almost into the fifth, so that game's off the list, otherwise I would have counted it. The Battle of the Beltway, the Orioles look to... Get a little closer. I believe their magic number's at two. I think their magic number's at two now for the AL East. If not three, it's at two. Let me do the standings really quick. Yeah, it should be at two. Mm. 
Because I'm not opening up the uh, MLB app. That's why I'm doing the uh, cheap way. But you know what? Yeah, I'm going to go ahead take the Orioles at home today. Take the... What games haven't happened today? Take the Cubs. Please, Chicago. Please, can you win one? I know you had a six-game lead. Justin Seal was on the mound. <coughs> but please, please do better than you did. Please hold on to that lead so you don't blow a 7-6 lead and you're holding on. Thankfully, the Marlins lost game one of a doubleheader with the Mets. Game two will be underway here in a few minutes. So please, Chicago, take that. So take the Orioles over the Nationals. Take the Cubs over the Orioles. Or take the Cubs over the Braves. Take the Orioles over the Nationals. And go with the Mariners. Big win for them last night as they look to try to get that final AL wildcard spot. They are a half game behind the Astros. But because the Mariners have the head-to-head tiebreaker, technically it's a dead heat. It doesn't look like it in the record, and it isn't. But because of that tiebreaker thing, you got to factor in, well, it's technically tied. And even tie, and Houston has that lead right now. But after that big win, look for Seattle to gain momentum. Take the Mariners at home. Jump into that third wildcard spot and put my World Series matchup in serious jeopardy. Take the Mariners 5-2 at home. 5-2 Mariners over the Astros. 4-2 Orioles over the Nationals. And 3-1 Cubs over the Braves. Please, Chicago, please win once. That's all I'm asking. Please win once. And as far as my Yankee fandom goes, Garrett Cole on the mound tonight for the final start of the season. This is his last chance to make a case for a Cy Young Award. And quite frankly, for the Yankees, they are one win away from locking up a, was it, 31st consecutive non-losing season? 31st consecutive non-losing season. They still need two wins to make it a winning season and keep that record alive. But honestly, as a fan, it it's not even that close. But anyway, let's go ahead, wrap this all up. Thank you for listening to the Austin's Audit Podcast. I'm logging off today. Thank you for listening and watching the Austin's Audit Podcast. I will see you guys tomorrow. Don't forget, you can listen to this show on Podbean. Just search for the Austin's Audit Podcast. You can also listen to this show on Spotify, Google, Apple, if you know the trick, Dreezer, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, Pandora, and SoundCloud as well, or anywhere else you get this podcast. You can exclusively and only watch this show on Rumble.com if you're on a desktop computer, or download the Rumble app in the Google Play or Apple App Stores on your either your smart TV or your phone or your tablets. Doesn't matter which, download the app. Once you do that, search for the username ADGERKE. That's A-D-G as in girl, E-H-R-K-E. Again, that's A-D-G-E-H-R-K-E on Rumble. One more time just to get it in your heads. A-D-G-E-H-R-K-E. Thank you. Oh, well, like, comment, and share. I almost skipped the rest of the reads. Like, comment, and share so we can sneak up the Rumble algorithms. 
Speaking of the algorithms, you can follow this show on Facebook. Just search for the Austin's Auto Podcast page. You can also search for the Instagram hashtag on Instagram, which is hashtag the Austin's Auto Podcast. So same name, no spaces. You can also follow the for you can also follow me personally on Instagram at Ostispamonti. That's A-U-S-T-I-S-P-A-M-A-N-T-I. Again, that's A-U-S-T-I-S-P-A-M-A-N-T-I on Instagram. Plus, 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 plus. If you want post-episode interaction, you can follow me at Austin underscore Gerke. Again, that's at Austin underscore Gerke on X for post-episode interaction. Again, at Austin underscore Gerke on X for post-episode interaction. With that, I'm logging off. Thank you for listening and watching the Austin's Audit Podcast. I've been your host, Austin Gerke. Peace out. And I'll see you guys tomorrow.